This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us, and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. It's been one week since I took a shit. I crushed a couple fiber pills and that's it. Three days since I went to bed. I got weird thoughts in my head. I said, two days and I went to sleep. And then I took a nap and that's it. I said, I said, I went to the store without a shirt on. They said, you gotta get one on. I said, can I get it from the rack? Then I took some socks and put it on my hands. And I said, all these shirts. And they said, no. I said, why not? I'm covering my nipples. They said, you need to cover your nipples with your shirt. You can't keep your hands there the entire time with socks on. I said, three weeks ago, I said, three weeks ago when shit's gone bad. I said, I had to pay back my unemployment. Got a large ass medical bill. I said, I scratched the fuck out of my windshield with a goddamn flashlight. I said, there was no windshield wiper. Then I tried to fix it today. I said, three weeks ago, uh, mine. I said, it's been a long time. I said, it's been a long time and I can't quite understand it. Shit's been going bad. Shit's been going real, real bad. I said, yesterday I cried for like 20 goddamn seconds. I wanted to pull my hair out. I said, I wanted to punch someone's lights out. I said, I won't hear the head but a door. I said, that's not gonna solve anything. I, I've done that before and it's never helped me before. It's only hurt me when I got a bruise. I said, sometimes I get hit bruises. Sometimes I punch a wall and it never helps Cause now I got a hole in the wall Now I gotta repair the wall And I don't know how So then I gotta call my dad And then I'll be like oh yeah that's how you do it I've, I've seen you do it before Now I think I can do it But I never did it and I never think I can Because I never did it alone by myself I said three weeks ago I took a shit And now I can't do it I said I crushed a couple fiber pills Swiss Christmas Makes me shit myself. One time I took some pills, Swiss Chris pills, that's what I'm talking about. I took a couple of Swiss Chris pills and then I shit down my leg in front of my mom, in front of my sister, and then I left the trail when I ran into the bathroom. I said, a few years ago of mine, I said, I pissed myself in two in the credit union. I said, Oh my God, I'm getting old. I didn't even feel the sensation of coming on and taking a hold. I said, it dripped in front of me. I said, oh shit, is that pee? And then I went to Walmart, which was kind of across the road. I said, I had to return a mailbox. Or not a mailbox, a red box. I said, how long is this song? I think it's almost over. I'm just going to go on a little bit longer because I'm not sure. This song's really annoying. Are all the songs sound like this? I said, I don't know. Are they the biggest thing in Canada? I probably in the 90s and early 2000s when they were pretty popular. This is bare naked ladies one week since I, yeah. So that was recorded about two weeks ago and it's just gone downhill from there. I keep on uh, restarting this intro because I keep losing interest. I'm losing interest in this probably because I don't have any listeners and I'm talking to myself. And I'm, uh, I I use my mental imaging factors to try to put someone in the chair next to me and 
as if they are there and I'm talking to them instead of staring at a wall like a psychopath. Uh, okay. So it's it's not been a good it's not been good. It's not been good. I've I've been the most depressed I've been. And uh so my turkey day break of four days um four days, yes. Those two days, um last two days being Friday and Saturday is just household repair. Um stink pipe fucked up. Somehow it was truly baffling. I didn't think it was working, but lo and behold, it it does work in the side of the house that doesn't have a functioning one. Uh, we thought functioned, and the the one that I fixed was somehow dismantled into in the wall, in in the attic, and on top of the roof. So we fixed that. Um, ha- had to install, meaning my father and I, we installed a p-trap into my bathtub which didn't have one and then i had to pay 270 for my line um my one of my main lines that drains into the septic tank to be cleared now i have one side on the right side and one side on the left side and i have two bathrooms the left side bathroom is my sister's bathroom it's attached to her bedroom and she says she doesn't do anything but somehow it keeps on getting clogged so i don't understand how she's not doing anything it it's always getting clogged i mean uh we unclogged it during summer so today's the 11th month so we're gonna go back and say five to six months ago between four to six months ago um so that's cool that's cool and then her and her boyfriend fucking, like she had a spaz sometime and uh, totally fucking slinged like sticky ass alcohol over, all over my TV. That was cool to wake up to. That was really cool. That fucking pumped me up in the morning. I'm trying to do yoga and then I look up at the TV. I'm like, that's that looks like hardened sap it's sticky and it's it's completely what the fuck happened last night this was not like it yesterday and according to her it did not happen yesterday it happened two days ago so which threw me for a loop because i'm fucking kind of ocd i like to keep my shit kind of clean i like i don't like my shit to get fucked up i know how how expensive shit is i know the value of money i'm poor and uh, when I spend hundreds of dollars, I don't want my shit to get fucked up. So then, while I am spending probably eight, probably eight hours yes, uh, that day with my dad fixing shit up, um, they clean my TV, which just turned into looking through a cloud. So then, the next morning, I then had to clean it myself because... I don't know how long they took to clean it, but it wasn't cleaned enough. And then they just watched TV all day while I was out and with my father fucking crawling in a crawl space, a hard wooden, well, not wooden, hard clay, which is pretty much rock um, crawl space. And the only comfort I find down there is cardboard padding, which helps a hell of a lot, but it's still hard as shit. So that's cool. That was really fun to wake up to. And uh, partially those two days I didn't 
really talk to them because I'm so goddamn busy and they're just in the house having a good time, fucking shit up. I said next time they happen, dude, I'm just not even, I'm staying at my parents' house. You two can have rompus time. I'll fucking come on the weekends, see how fucked up shit is. Because I'm like the, I'm like the goddamn uh, little, I'm, this is the best way to describe it. They sleep all day. Or, I mean, now that they're on break, my sister works. Um, but when it, whatever, when they are not here or they are sleeping, I am like the fairy of tidying shit up that's not super noticeable, if that makes sense. Because I'll be like, oh, all these empty bottles, let me clear these up. Oh, there's a fucking whatever the fuck this got tipped over this let me pick up the trash let me do this so i'm I'm like the 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 tidy fairy of not super notice like i'm not reorganizing the house but i'm picking shit up that could have been picked up i'm like i'm like cleaning up after the party but not cleaning the house if that makes sense it's like oh there's you know fucking bunch of Empty cans of cat food on the floor. Let me pick those up. Oh, there's fucking empty bottles on them. It's it's interesting because once again, it's not very noticeable except for I notice it. So it still doesn't seem like anything's getting done, but it is. <sighs> Have you ever gotten in so the only way I've been able to cope with all this shit is by getting super fucking blitzed and high, but I couldn't past couple days because I'm fucking on a roof, I'm crawling in a crawl space, I'm fucking parents are over. So <clears throat> another thing I did was I got super high about a week ago and ate a band-aid. Did I say that already? I don't know. I've fucking restarted this intro multiple times. If I said it, I'm going to pause it right now. Go back to the beginning. See if I talk about eating Band-Aid. Nope. I didn't talk about eating goddamn Band-Aid in the beginning this time. We in it. So, I got super high. got super fucked up. Apparently was on 30 milligrams, which might not be a lot to some people. But, I mean, I'm fucked up. Uh, I ate a Band-Aid. How did I eat a bandaid? You might be asking. Did you just eat it on a dare? No, that's disgusting. Was it bloody? No. Where was it at? Was it on your toe? Where was it at? How'd you eat it? All these questions are valid, and I'm going to get to them when I tell the story. So, if you don't know, blister bandages or hydrochlor I don't know. I can't, even if I looked it up, I couldn't pronounce it. You know what I'm talking about. Blister bandages, if you don't know, they are decent and decent at um, pulling out the little pus, like the acne pus, the whiteheads. Um, so I had one on my chin. So I had one on my chin, and I'm eating a delicious meatball sub. You do the math. Um, after after the sub, after I fucking high as shit, ate two fat-ass meatball subs, I go to make sure, you know, all the mouth movements of chewing to see if it came loose a little, right? Because I didn't feel it fall off. I didn't feel it. Didn't see it. Didn't feel it in my mouth. Didn't see it on the sub. Sure as shit. I feel my chin. I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling flesh. So then I go in the mirror. I'm like, oh, let me see. Let me see if I'm just so fucking high. I'm just not feeling it and thinking it's whatever the fuck. I don't know. 
Oh, I look in the mirror. Sure, shit. My fat ass ate a blister band-aid of pus. And to me, it's, that's disgusting, right? We can all say that's disgusting. But I will say there's definitely band-aids that I would want to eat a lot less than that. Like one of like uh, any anyone with blood, anyone... I mean, a, the chin is not that bad of an area. You could be fucking munching on a one that's on the foot. You know, uh, there's plenty that I wouldn't want. Uh, I think the chin might be one of the best spots. Um, maybe like an arm, but not anything on the feet, the hands, any sort of crevice or crease. You know, the, the armpits, the leg armpits, the leg pits. What do you call them? What is that little... Behind the knee, whatever that's called, I call it my arm, my leg pits. Um, anywhere where sweat builds up, you know, the ass crack. Um, so yeah, there's definitely places a band aid could be that's worse, and there's things that could be on the band aid that's worse, like blood. Um, I'm trying to think. I think piss or shit, hair. I mean, uh, you know, it's disgusting, but hey, it could be worse. Um, during the, the, during the, I really like, there's nothing like going to a construction store and I like, I don't know the term, the exact term, home improvement store, maybe that sounds better. Home improvement store and getting information from old head. Nothing, it, cause I, I swear, old old dudes love to give out tips, tricks, um, pointers, uh, walkthroughs, uh, diagrams, dioramas, um, detailed oriented guides, um, lesser guides, um, coincidences that may happen. Uh, answering questions but in a riddle form that leads to you discovering the problem and answering it on your own old dudes are kind of like a construction uh, stores home improvement why do i keep saying construction store i don't know uh old dudes to me that give out i i briefly worked at home depot briefly it was like three months it was like a second job I, i've talked about it i worked like nine to five, and then I was eight till like one thirty. So I would have like an, I think at like an hour where I would have people in there, and they would ask me shit. I don't fucking know, dude. I was like seventeen. You're gonna you you think a seventeen year old knows anything about home improvement, dude? I dude, no, we don't. That's why you always go see an old head, especially like. So I went to Ace Hardware, and I don't know if they're all over the place. But Ace Hardware is more like, it's it's a chain, but it's more of a home. It's like, a, it's more of a, what's, what's a, what's a fucking, what's a good, what's a, what's something to say? Um, it's like a local, instead of like a Walmart, it'd be like your local uh, grocery chain or something. I don't know. They're not big, but they, they have more of a home, local, 
esque sort of vibe because they're not big. Um, and it seems like the people that's been there like own the place or worked there forever. Anyways, this old head. So I go. In, my dad goes in there by himself, and then while I'm doing whatever the fuck, oh yeah, I was running to get money for uh, the sewer guy. And then I go in there and I and, and I talk to the same old head. Just a brief little interaction. I'm like, hey, man, because I'm trying to find a 90-degree elbow that matches the same. I couldn't find the exact match, meaning it looked alike. There was 90-degree elbows there. But knowing my dad, he's very anal and fucking... He's definitely autistic on some sort. of. I mean... His mom was full-blown retarded. That means he's at least half retarded. And I'm a quarter retarded. So I feel like I have, I, I can say retarded, okay? If you've seen the picture that I seen when I was like 12 or whatever, I mean, I've seen it like maybe twice in my life, this picture of like my my dad standing next to his biological mom and her or his half-sister. Um, It's like, they, they were, they're full, like um, my dad's, my aunt Deb, my dad's half sister that comes around, apparently, when CPS got there or whoever, she was in a car seat or a baby seat or whatever, on a radiator being cooked alive, like full blown retarded. Um. Anyways, so I'm a quarter retarded. Thank you. And uh, actually, this this got me into uh. uh I bought Ancestry.com kit. And for the longest time, I'm like, fuck, you know, they're going to get your DNA, but fucking whatever. I mean, I'm pretty sure they have your DNA when you're born. Um, Because I wanted to see, I want to try to find the retards. And I want to see if I have a serial killer in my family. I think that'd be interesting. I want to see how retarded I am and see how psychotic I am. Um. And in fact, my sister took like a genealogy or like a like a like a like a, like a traits type of thing, and and the doctor that that said it was like, dude, you got a fucked up gene. You're like, like I've never seen anybody with this actual gene. Like one of them's that like your parents both have to carry it, and then even then, it's like sometimes not gonna be present. So my sister has some fucked up gene. That's why she's fucked up. I'm sure I probably got. You know, she's got fucking 1A, I got 1B, or uh, 2A, or whatever the fuck. I'm sure I got some fucked up, mismatched bullshit. Where was I? Old head in the the, uh, home improvement construction store. I mean, can I get some... uh, I was like, hey, can I have your help for a second? He goes, oh, seconds up. I go, can I get uh, maybe about 60 more? He's like, yep, what you working on? Dude, brilliant mustache. He was fucking kind of like a cartoon character. Oh, you must have been, uh, your dad must have been in here. You you must be the son. Yeah. Where he's like, oh yeah, he, he I thought I set him straight. You know, it looked like you had a, have a, a, a conundrum, a situation going on. I go, yeah, I'm just looking for uh, another 90 that matches. Oh, well, uh, see, by, by the P-trap or this is, uh, uh, the offshoot. This is this is the uh, secondary. I don't know the, the what was it his term reproduction. This is a reproduction one. This is what you got. This is what you need. So I go back and fucking of course. I don't I don't remember if we used it or not, but it's one of those things. Anyways, I like old heads that 
that are interesting. And I gotta break two pee. Man, nothing like pissing in a toilet after the plumbing was taken away for a whole day and you couldn't use it. Makes you feel good. Makes you feel accomplished. Anyways, back to what I was saying, which was talking about some lad. Actually, not a lad, but a fully grown mustached man. And But I think I'm I'm done with that. I think I'm on to the next bit. I was going to do a, a guided meditation or a song, but I don't know if I should because it kind of did that uh, did that musical intro that I did two weeks ago. Um, man, actually, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip just because I think it's it's I think it's funny. So here we go. So this everything before this was like the intro was weeks ago and then everything bef- after that was from Saturday or Sunday and now it's Wednesday anyways good lord i want to kill myself anyways here is some cnn coverage of the railroad strike and i do believe i talked about this a while ago and i am very much for the railroad strike and it seems like it's not going to happen because both the democrats and the republicans are going to try to force a vote upon it and give them pennies and may like maybe a sick day right maybe one anyways here's the cnn clips and it's very disheartening a rail strike is one of the most disruptive and expensive things that can happen to an economy a rail shutdown or strike would disrupt supply chains a strike means food prices could skyrocket many experts are saying would be an economic catastrophe that could mean a big shortage and massive price hikes even gas prices could increase and it also could cost the economy a billion dollars within the first week that would cripple the economy i'm not setting aside the concerns of your members but are you and your members willing to stop the rails, in effect, uh, and, and accept those costs to the U.S. economy? Do you believe a strike is worth it if it cripples the U.S. economy and costs up to $2 billion a day? More than $2 billion per day. Is it worth it? Okay. Two bi- I'm stopping. $2 billion a day. Who, who is that affecting? Is that affecting me? Do I get do I make two billion dollars a day? No, who is that affecting? The rich oligarchs. You're talking about like Warren Buffett. You're really, really two billion dollars a day. Fuck who's ever making all that money fucking two million dollars a day. Fuck CNN, MSNBC, whomever the fuck, all the news corporations that are pushing this fucking anti-worker, anti... This, this is class warfare. What they are doing is pushing an agenda. And that agenda is fuck these people. Fuck the workers. Fuck anybody that has to do... A job that they get barely anything for. These railroad workers, 
I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna try to find the clip. Maybe I'm gonna try to find the clip. But they get no sick time. And you might be saying to yourself, well, my job doesn't have sick time either, which is shitty. And you know how shitty it is. But I have to tell you, are you spending fucking weeks away from your family? Are you watching like a fucked up weird leaderboard of tick, 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 and you're sweating for when you have to leave and be gone on a train? And when you're on that train, you're alone. Nobody's helping you if there is a fire. You, you have to put it out yourself. If there is anything wrong, bitch, it's on you. There, there was a guy that I heard months ago when this was going on, and once again, I might find the clip, where he was saying he had to walk miles in waste foot snow to see what was ahead of the track and walk back. That sounds like hell to me. Anyways, we're going to finish this piece of shit propaganda. And on top of all of that, the holidays are right around the corner. It's a little less than a month right before Christmas here. Especially right before the holidays. President Biden warning, if that happened, it would devastate the economy if we had a strike like that. So joining me now to talk about this and a lot more is Bank of America. (laughs) Bank of America, are you shitting me? That is a to talk about how terrible it is gonna be for people. Bank of America, who fucks you over with interest rates and withdrawal fees and everything in between. Hey, remember when we had to bail them out? It's Brian Moynihan, chairman and CEO, one of the biggest banks in the world. Not even just like a regular Joe, the fucking chairman CEO. Do you think he cares about people? Do you think he? So the yeah, the uh, holidays are coming up. The holidays are coming up. You, you know what? You know what the holidays should be? It should be like Jack. Frost, Rankin and Bass. And by that, I mean, if you, I, I, I wonder if children still like Rankin Bass animation because I fucking love it. Hello, Koopla. So if you remember, if you're a fan like me, you remember in Jack Frost, they passed around Nothing, and they were happy with their imagination because they were poor. Now, this is what they're probably going to say is happening. They're going to be like, look at Jack Frost. Do you want to be like, what's this? What's this? It's perfectly right. For poor as they were, the folks of January Junction always gave wonderful the Railroad presents. workers were fucking poor. Dream presents, they called them. Dream family. They just stared and at the their phone and FaceTime. Dreamed 
or may believe it was... It was just what they always wanted. You shouldn't have, you didn't. Oh my, oh my, I really don't deserve it. I think I'll cry. It's just what I always wanted. It's perfectly right. It's just what I always wanted. A Christmas delight. It's just what he always wanted. It's perfectly right. It's just what he always wanted. A Christmas delight. It's just what I always wanted, two billion dollars a day. It's just what I always wanted, capitalist greed and agendas. Profiting off the hard-working back of the working class poor. It's just what I always wanted, class warfare every day. It's just what I always wanted. This is what you get when you watch CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, even NPR. If you think NPR doesn't have propaganda, what do you think the P in NPR stands for? It's not public it's actually private who do you get the most money from oh man this is what happens when i get fucking heated and i want to kill myself for like a month straight if december is as shitty as november was we'll see if there's another episode after this i might just kill myself the last episode will be me just the choking sound of me in a noose and then my last epi- my la- like my my written thing will be like upload this upload this so none of my so all no listeners can hear um yeah so that's awesome that's fucking awesome that they might get a sick day they might get seven sick days if they're lucky these people that work so goddamn hard i don't want to do their job i don't it sounds horrible um let me see if i can find that clip one paid sick day and i don't even know if it could be used as a sick day be it may just be one additional paid day off and right now I have vacation days. I have personal leave days, but unless you prearrange them, they don't let you use them. And where I work, there's 60 members and they allow one prearranged day for that calendar day. So you may have 60 people fighting to get that one day. Um, not, not being fired for taking a day off to go to the doctor I'd like to see how that's going to work. Um, I mean, it's, it's really, really early to tell, but you have to look historically, we used to be able to take a week off with no retribution from the company and everything. We worked a lot, but we had the ability to take a week off to go to the doctor, do whatever we need to, needed to. And that was always unpaid as well. Um, so over the last few years, they've been really tightening up on letting us take time off. And it's just in an effort to keep fewer people on the payroll to maximize their profits. You know what I mean? Um, 
the wage increase, it sounds really good on paper, but what a lot of people don't know is we don't get a cost of living increase annually like most people do. The only time we make more money is when we do a contract negotiation. So with inflation, what it is, I mean, it's it's not even really keeping up. So I'm hopeful that the sick days off are what they look like on paper and everything. But until we get a written copy of what is actually in there, we can't know for sure if it's going to be what we want or not. Um, there were some work rules that have been talked about um, that would have made our lifestyle even worse. We would have even known less when we were going to go to work. If that's going to get pushed through, I can tell you that the members where I am at are going to vote this TA down. I'd just like to put out there too that my union, our unions, were trying to bargain and negotiate in good faith. We started out asking for 15 paid sick days a year, which I don't think is too much to ask. A lot of other places have more. And then they, in, in bargaining in good faith, they just asked for 15 non-compensated days. Um, and it seemed like the carriers weren't budging on anything. Um, the political aspect of it, uh, I've been asked quite a few times if we were worried about um, affecting the midterm elections or anything like that. And if we do, we do. We need our politicians to stand with blue collar workers and union workers. They need to stand with labor. And if they're not, then let's affect the, the, the elections. We need to vote. We need to make sure that they stand with us. We switched the cars out. We moved the trains from point A to point B. Um, this, this equipment doesn't just hurt you, it maims you or it kills you. Um, you know, there's, there's very minimal proactive maintenance on equipment, it seems like. Um, so that, you know, even compounds the uh, risk out there. Um, you have people, I've, I've been trying to explain to people, when you're on a board, which is a list and your name is on that list, as they call trains, your name moves up that list. Um, and you can kind of look and sort of get like a roundabout idea of when you're going to work. So a lot of times you may go to sleep at, stay up all night and then try to sleep at eight in the morning to try to go get rest because you know you're going to work all night. But then all of a sudden, um, with this new business model they have called PSR, uh, they'll try to combine two trains into one to cut a crew off the train and cut manpower. So now you thought you were going to go to work at eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. And because they combine trains or something happened with the train en route, you're waiting, you're up all night long because you've slept all day and then here the phone rings at five in the morning and then you go to work. So you may be up 20, 30 hours, even more from the time you woke up and you're running this train through communities with hazardous material on it. Um, every time you go over a switch on a train, that's a flaw in the track, right? So there's a potential for derailment. Um, it, you're working on very little rest and you're trying to 
constantly monitor what's going on with your train, which is getting harder and harder because where we used to have trains that were only 7,000 feet long, which used to be a, a decent sized train when you would get called for that. Now we have 15,000 foot long trains, which is almost three miles, just a hair under three miles. So there's a lot of variables that can happen with that and working on little rest. And the thing people don't realize also is if you look at hours worked by a railroad worker, that's actual time spent on a train. So once you get to where you're going and you go to your hotel room and you're waiting for your train to come back on, you may be there anywhere from a minimum of 12 hours to 40 hours sometimes. So that's not factored, factored into any of our time spent protecting our jobs and things like that. So in you're trying to get rest in a hotel and it always seems like it's even harder to see when you're going to go to work with the train lineups that we have at our away from home terminal. So it's, it's a guessing game. And even when you actually are off work at home, as you move up that board and you're getting closer to going to work, it's like Christmas night. I tell people every single time, like the anticipation, did they combine this train? Did the guy ahead of me take a day off and I'm going to have to cover his position? Um, so really, when you're trying to get your rest, you're getting most guys are sleeping in two and three hour increments. And then they wake up and they're like, oh, man, I have to look at the computer. What's going on with that train I'm lined up for? So Jesus. that's why the ability to take time off when we need to <clears throat> is so important to us. Because we all know the less sleep you get, the weaker your immune system gets and the more susceptible you are to getting sick. So if you can't get adequate rest and you can't take a Wednesday off or something because you're just burned out because you've been doing it for three weeks, a month straight without, you know, really a scheduled day off. That's what we're fighting for. That's what we're asking for. And we've had it in the past and it's been taken away with this new business schedule or business um, idea that they've been pushing to maximize their profits, like you sh showed on that slide that we had. The end of our negotiations, uh, BNSF had put out that they were embargoing hazardous material shipments, uh, intermodal shipments and things like that. And I saw somewhere on the internet, I can't say if it's true or not, I had somebody text it to me, um, that they were asking their shippers to call Congress and tell them to force us to work and not. So, so whether that's true or not, but I had multiple people send me a link, a text link that they were sending out to customers to write a generic letter to Congress, I believe. Um, the other thing too, that I, I didn't even think about talking about is actually everybody may think we're just sitting on a train you know, going down the tracks and everything, but we're constantly having to go back. If, if a car, we may see sparks behind our train, we have to go inspect it, see if we it's safe to move the car and things like that. And that's not during the day in 70 degree weather. I mean, we've, I've had to walk trains through a blizzard because we couldn't see the signals because they were covered in snow. So I had to walk ahead of the train you know, waist deep in snow for miles, trying to get it safely down a hill, things like that. We're, my members were out here working in 110 degree weather. 
um, with the increase of climate change and the increase of fires everywhere, we fight our own fires on the railroad. We, we spray water down along the tracks. So we're, we're putting all kinds of these situations out here that people don't realize that we do. Um, it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. There is no holidays. There is no, unless you're lucky enough to get a day off, you're missing your friend's wedding. You're missing your kid's baseball game. You're missing your, your kid's softball games. I mean, birthdays. We're out there working, you know, we're away from home or we're on a train. Um, and I, I don't think a lot of the public realizes that, you know. The really tough thing is, is when you don't have that much seniority out here, um, there's an ebb and flow in traffic depending on seasonal shipping and things like that. So they cut and add jobs. So if you don't have seniority to work a job where you live, um, either you don't work or you have to go somewhere else that you can work a job with the seniority that you have. So that's all on our own dime. The companies don't pay us to drive. You know, at one point I was working so uh, three, 350, 360 miles away from where I live. Um, and my 14 year old daughter, uh, when she was born, the first six years I she was alive, I was working 178 miles away from where I lived. And I was on a, a job to where I was able to come home only five days a month. So for the first six years of my daughter's life, uh, unless I had vacation, you know, was on my vacation days, I only saw her five days a month. And uh, that was pretty tough. Now, I don't have kids. But I have to think in my heart of hearts that if I did, only seeing them for five days a month, so pretty much on the weekends, would be heart-wrenching. And I'm sure there's a lot of divorced dads and probably some moms and probably some parents, some mothers and fathers with no custody at all, that their kids are, their custody has gone to their grandparents, that they see them on the weekends, maybe. But whatever. I think that only seeing your kids for five days out of the month and then being however a hundred and whatever miles away driving to see them must be fucking a horrible thing for six goddamn years. Six years. And it's like, okay, for those six years, they're not that, you know, making memories. They're not going to remember that much really they're not social but you will remember and you know what they always say you can't get those years back and that you know they're precious but you got to think maybe because he was away he got to sleep a little more i don't know i don't know i hear when you got a kid you can't really fucking sleep um here's a clip of bernie 
talking about this. And these are all f- that man. Um, I took those from a, a status coup um, interview. And I just cut Jordan out of it. And I get a lot of my information from Status Q. Um, I love that news source. I am a paid member. I paid like whatever for a year to support him. Because I also got a lot of information from him. And uh, about the Flint water crisis and the cover-ups that happened. Um, so here's a clip of Bernie from at least two months ago talking about the railroads and I'm not the biggest, I, I like Bernie, but he is a cock. So by default, I don't really fuck with him because it seems when he runs, he purposely doesn't fight back. Anyways, I'm going to play this clip and then it's going to be the end. So this episode got railroaded by the railroad strike and the bullshit that's happening from the oligarchs. The Democrats don't like you. The Republicans sure as fuck don't like you either. Anyways, here's Bernie who might care, but he's a cuck. Rail industry has seen huge profits in recent years and last year alone made a record-breaking $20 billion in profit. Last year, the rail industry made $20 billion in profit. And let me also mention that the CEOs of many of these rail companies are enjoying huge compensation packages. For example, last year, the CEO of CSX made over $20 million in total compensation, while the CEOs of Union Pacific and Norfolk Southern made over $14 million each in total compensation. In other words, what's happening in the rail industry is what's happening all over this country. Corporate profits are soaring, and CEOs are making incredibly large compensation packages. I would also add that the parent company of BNSF, one of the largest freight rail companies in America, is Berkshire Hathaway, owned by Warren Buffett. Mr. Buffett is the fourth wealthiest man in America, worth nearly $100 billion. During the pandemic, as rail workers risked their lives to keep the economy going, Mr. Buffett became $33 billion richer. But Mr. President, in the midst of all of those profit increases for the industry, in the midst of huge compensation packages for the CEOs of the industry, in the midst of increased wealth for those who own these companies, What's going on for the workers? I think that's a fair question to ask if we're in the midst of negotiations. What's going on for the workers? How are they doing? It turns out that the key issue in the current negotiations is not about salaries. Apparently, there is an agreement on that. The key issue that is being contested is about the working conditions in the industry, which are absolutely unacceptable 
and are almost beyond belief. Right now, if you work in the freight rail industry, one of the most grueling and dangerous jobs in America, you are entitled to a grand total of zero sick days. In case you missed it, let me repeat it. You are entitled to zero sick days. What that means is that if you as a worker get sick, if your child gets sick, if your spouse gets sick, and you need to take time off of work, not only will you not get paid, you actually could get fired. And that is precisely what is happening today in the rail industry. How crazy is that?